Welcome to episode three of the Loudest Podcast. I'm your host, Asterios Kogodos. With me is my co-host, Sarancha. Hello there. Um, we have a lot of great stuff planned for episode three. Uh, there we have a new segment called the Pigeon of the Week. We will get a weekly duck date. I'm g- we're gonna read some funny texts to Asterios because it was so popular last week. It was our most popular segment, Sriracha. Everybody loved that segment. Was it? I thought it was. I don't know. We don't have a $30,000 voting system, so I don't know how we could judge. Yeah, you're right. We need hard $30,000. If only I didn't spend $30,000 on the legal system, I could have spent it on a voting system. Oh, my God. That's the same amount of money. God, Holy shit. How yes, did I just, it is, actually. How am I just now putting that together? You could have bought a website. You could have bought a single website. With, I know. but instead, With organic local voting for that much. But instead, I bought a single Handsome lawyer, Jordan Greenberger, huh? Hmm? Yeah, true. Huh? True. When you saw him... Oh, we went to court a couple of weeks ago. We didn't go to court. Sarancha went to court. Okay. We, me, Sarancha, and Mumkey, were supposed to go to court a couple of weeks ago. We had a court date on Wednesday, January 23rd. But... The night of Wednesday, January 22nd, Monkey Jones got into town and we all started drinking and smoking pot right away. And, Sriracha, do you want to tell people what I ended up doing at the Pizzeria Uno's? Uh, ordering a bunch of food that we didn't need. <laughs> yeah, apparently I got really drunk and I started using that little tablet. You know that little tablet they put on the table so that like a two-year-old can accidentally order $80 worth of food? Yeah, no, I was just about to say, you know, I mean, the tablet for children to play Angry Birds on where their parents argue over who gets the 2006 Mazda in the divorce. Yes, that tablet. Um, apparently I used that tablet to order six of a drink called the Hurricane. I've never heard of the hurricane while sober, but apparently drunk Asterios really enjoys the hurricane. And so I ended up being, oh, I, all right. I threw up for the first time in my life while drunk, not period, but while drunk, I threw up on the tree right outside our apartment. And then I also threw up in the hallway inside our apartment. Sriracha, I'm sorry. I don't forgive you. That was uh, fucking nasty. I'm very, Never very sorry. But if you throw up in the future, now you have a get out of puke free card. I'll clean up shit. all your puke. I don't give a shit. I've never puked on the floor somewhere where somebody had to clean it. That's true. Never in my life. I remember on one of our early dates, you just rolled down the window of, a, of an Uber and just casually elegantly threw up out of it exactly see not on the floor of the uber very not, smart yeah I, i'm not arguing with you that you're a better partier than me you absolutely are i cannot handle my shit so i ended up missing my court date monkey and sriracha both went they got to hang out with jordan greenberger who sriracha said was looking fierce he no i said he's looking effervescent he was i'm sorry i don't want to put words in your mouth he's glowing he's his skin looks great just the best just he looks like he got a really good night's sleep before that yeah which is weird because he has kids (laughs) yeah where do you think he uh got the money for uh all the skincare creams and ointments and uh Ungwints to uh, look so good. Ointments. He's, he's got ointments. This ointments. guy's got ointments. Who the fuck says that? Ointments are like what you put up your butt. 
You can put ointments on your face. I don't think most people do. Okay, look, I don't know a ton about ointments. I'm being perfectly honest with you. That's okay. Um, but anyway, so uh, what did Jordan Greenberger say to you when I didn't show up? Um, he asked, the first thing he asked me was, he said, hey, where's Asterios? And I said, Asterios is too drunk. So he sent me in his steed and he said, wow, really? Uh, okay. <laughs> it's like he wasn't even happy to see me. Jordan Greenberger, I hope you're listening to this. <laughs> I'm upset. Chill of enthusiasm. My argument is this. Look, if I'm paying this guy $400 an hour, don't I deserve a good night's sleep? Isn't that why I'm paying this guy so that I can sleep in in the morning because I got too drunk the night before? I mean, you just better be at the next one, that's all, because something might actually happen at the next one. This was the most bullshit court date I've ever been to in my life. First... So the judge retired, if you guys didn't know. The judge from the last case, Judge, judge Ramos. Ramos. May God rest his soul. Reti- <laughs> he didn't die. He just retired. Don't we all die when we retire? I guess. Uh, God rest his soul. May he have mercy upon us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he uh, quit. This was uh, He saw the word cuck written in a legal document one too many times. It was like, I've lost total faith in the legal system. I'm going to quit. <laughs> so he did. And now we have a new judge that looks like... Andy Milanakis a little bit. Did you judge looks like Andy Milanakis? A little bit. I didn't know that. (laughs) Wow. And the judge shows up and basically what the judge said, and I'm paraphrasing obviously, but I can assure everyone in the audience that I am not making this up, basically says, and I don't speak lawyer, so, (laughs) basically says, hey, fuck faces. Are you sure that this case happened to they they being fuck faces including Jordan Greenberger and the notorious uh JM The notorious DUI? The, yeah, the notorious JIM <laughs> The notorious uh Juris JD for Jack Daniels, Kevin Landau. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the judge says, hey, uh, we have no record, not only that what's supposed to go on today, but even what this case is about. So uh, I need some more time. Let's reschedule this for a month from now. And I, I'm sitting there thinking, oh, buddy, you're in for a, you're in for a train. You're in for a ride. When, you, when these documents finally make their way across your desk, I realize we got a rapists and murderers awaiting their time on the stand outside but man when these when these documents file across your desk it will be the most interesting thing you hear i'm looking at this guy's face he looks like he looks like an angel he looks like a a toddler who has not been brutalized by the realities of what's about to happen to like the truths of the world You know, it's funny that the New York Supreme Court system had no record of my case because I actually have a lot of records of my case, financial records of my case, $37,000 worth of bills about this case. How do you lose a case? (laughs) I I don't. I literally I think I have it right here. Hold on. Oh, no, I don't doubt that you have it. I'm saying I'm just saying I'm going to transition to something, too. Okay. This is the judgment against Maddox. I got this piece of paper saying Maddox lost and owes me $290. It's right here. It is signed by the Honorable Charles Ramos. There's a signature over there. The clerk signed it. He's got a... Actually, have you ever seen Ramos' signature? His first name is Charles? Charles Ramos. Chuck Ramos. His signature is like... It's just a big letter R. 
<laughs> He's like, Ramos! Because that was the last stroke of his pen that he took before he died. I mean, quit. <laughs> yeah, before he threw his pen in the river and threw that river into space. And threw himself into the river. Because <laughs> he wants... To- Can you imagine? And by the way, this isn't like bullshit court. The fucking New York State Supreme Court Commercial Division. Ah, yes, my favorite court, bullshit court. (laughs) (laughs) I think that one's on at four o'clock. Oh my God. I think it's right after divorce court and uh, paternity court. The bullshit court. Oh my God, that would be such a good TV show. Imagine. Dude, okay, so if anybody who doesn't watch cable, they have these crazy court shows. Now, it's not just Judge Judy anymore. Now you've got divorce court, you've got paternity court, you've got family court. What are you doing? Uh, I mean, well, what I'm, I'm just ra- I'm raising your light a little bit, but I'm also listening to you. Oh, okay. So you got Judge, you got paternity court family court any kind of court we got it what if we had bullshit court and it was just stuff like this like he called me a cuck like you know how there's people constantly threatening to sue one another on facebook what if we actually gave those people their day in court and we call it bullshit court well we could make that a segment of this show judge saranch's bullshit court listeners if you've got some kind of bullshit argument with a friend something really petty you take it to Judge Saranch's bullshit court, she will meet out justice, and that's M-E-T-E, not M-E-E-T, as in a meet cute. Because while Judge Saranch may be cute, she's not cute when she's meeting out justice. I don't think I'm qualified to judge a court of law. <laughs> what do you mean? You're not qualified? You're great at bullshit. Your whole life is shit posting. I don't think I have a JD in bullshit yet. But you're thinking about you got that big legal book. I did. I was glancing through it the other day. Not read it yet, but I will. Yeah, I got to do it in less than two weeks because there's holds on it that aren't me. Wait, you mean actual people that might really go to law school, not just meme about going to law school? Oh yeah, like there's no nobody in this room has been actually just memeing about law school. It has no actual intention of doing it. I will go to law school, be a better lawyer than you. By the way, I like to point this out. I may not have a choice but to switch careers. Today, so I've been applying for jobs. You know, it's tough when when you Google someone's name, things come up that aren't great. Today, I got a, not today, but a couple of days ago, I got an email from Discord. And Discord was like, thank you so much for applying to our job. Uh, Unfortunately, we uh, we're not uh, we're going to pass on your application, but thank you so much. Here's the funny thing: I never applied to a job at Discord. So what I'm guessing is that someone who works there like recommended me, maybe passed up my portfolio and resume, and they passed on it. So right now I'm getting rejected from jobs that I have not applied for and didn't even know I wanted. That's how badly the job search is going. So I might have to open up my own law firm, Spite Incorporated. Don't talk about that. That's not funny. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean that's not funny? What do you mean? It's, no, you'll find a job. Look, I'm sure. Look, it's, it's, it's been tough. I've been sending out resumes all day and all this and all that. I haven't heard back from Disney yet. Um, uh, someone else recommended me for a job at a... A, a really nice tech firm. I'm sure one of these things will come in. Uh, but anyway, speaking of coming in, I want to bring in a call-in segment right now. I want to start doing call-in segments with very simple topics. Here's the topic 
this week's call and said we may not do one every week who is the worst fictional animal i would like to know all of us this week we will all decide who the worst fictional animal is now sriracha do you have one in mind yes would you why don't you start us off uh chewbacca chewbacca is the worst fictional animal yeah wookies are animals yeah, I'm not arguing with you about whether or not he's an accept. I'm not going to try to screw you on. He destroyed the Death Star, you know. Yep, he helped- he's ugly. Okay. That's all my argument is he's ugly. So the list of argument, there's bullet number one, the well, first bullet and the last bullet. He's ugly. That thing is ugly. Tell me you wouldn't want, you tell me you would want to snuggle with that. No way. No way. I'd rather touch a shaved raccoon than that thing. Gross. Nasty. Disgusting. He kills things. He kills cute, innocent birds. Yeah, I was waiting. You could have just started with that because that is clearly why you don't like Chewbacca. By the way, welcome to Pork Chatter. Now we're doing Pork Chatter too. This is also Pork Chatter in addition to a call-in segment. The people want Pork Chatter. Let me tell you, you made some powerful Pork Chatter enemies. People have been telling me all day that they're pissed off at you for canceling pork chatter. That guy, that guy, that guy that's a lawyer, you pissed off an actual lawyer. What's his name? Grand Admiral C or something? The yes. dude that's on the show. That guy's a real lawyer. That guy's a real lawyer in Michigan. He's a real lawyer in Michigan who I assume is licensed to drive. <laughs> he's, a real, he's a real lawyer in Michigan who I assume has not been deemed a public nuisance. <laughs> <Yet>. <laughs> He uh, works. He probably works fourteen-hour days, slaving away to get the innocent their justice. And all he wants to do when he gets home is listen to his favorite podcast, Pork Chatter. And that one joy in his life has been ripped away from him by a stereos Coconuts. I think he's going to turn to the drink now, and his family is going to be like, "No, Grand Admiral, see you saw what happened to that other lawyer who started drinking and driving <laughs> from Michigan." I forgot they're both Michiganders. What is that? What coincidence? You know the you know what the problem with drinking and driving in Michigan is? There's thousands of lakes, great lakes. At any point you're underwater. It's terrible. The finger lakes? More like to give you the finger lakes because you drove into them drunk. How many lakes are there? That, it's the land of a thousand lakes. Oh, In fuck. fact, I think that is literally, I think that's like Michigan's tagline. I won't look it up because I don't want to be proven wrong. I think it sounds real, so a, I'm going to go for it. Sound, and how about this? What? I knew that it was called, I knew that they were called Michiganders. And I believe Michigan is the show me state. What does that mean? Hold on. I got to look show up whether or not it's the show me state. Show me, the show me state. <laughs> show me a drug lawyer. <laughs> yes. God damn it. Oh, that's Missouri. Missouri's the show me state. Ah. Sorry. 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 Anyway, I love that guy, by the way. Grand Admiral C. Grand, Ad- Grand Admiral C is a real life lawyer who flew from Michigan to New York to watch our episode of Boomer versus Zoomer versus Pork Chatter that we recorded at a live theater when Monkey Jones came into town. But speaking of Pork Chatter, Pork Chatter's not canceled. It's now the most popular segment on the Loudest Podcast. And bonus episodes of Pork Chatter are available at patreon.com slash stereo. Yeah, I'll make those just a dollar. Just a dollar. Yeah, those just, buck- just a dollar. If you're hearing this, then you're probably got access to them. So yeah. Yeah, go th- go throw a dollar. I'll make one a month. I'm running out of topics anyway, so I don't want I don't want to waste you guys' time. Okay, you guys got very busy lives. <laughs> but 
To bring us back to the call-in topic segment within this episode of Pork Chatter, which is within an episode of the Loudest Podcast, Chewbacca helped shoot down Darth Vader's custom TIE fighter, allowing Luke Skywalker to get the critical kill shot on the Death Star. It's like you're not even listening to me. I don't give a shit about your stupid Star Wars lore. I hate that he's ugly. I hate him because he is unattractive. If he was cute and he killed a Porg, I probably wouldn't hate him as much. That's not true at all. It is, is true. So if Ray killed a pork, who's a real hot lady. Ray's not attractive either. Who from Star Wars do you find cute? I said cute, not an attractive lady. She's. I think cute ladies, are, I think attractive ladies are cute. No, like if a pork killed another pork, I'd be like, oh, nature. <laughs> I would not be like, oh, nature. If a pork killed another pork, I'd be like, I got to separate this pork. This pork's feral. Something's wrong with this pork. Porks would never attack one another. They would just snuggle to death. <laughs> Thank fucking God. Okay. Yeah, no. So I hate Chewbacca. That's my fictional animal. That's well, the worst. Chewbacca fought with Yoda in the Clone Wars. Also Helped ugly. save the galaxy. But I guess he's ugly. And that's not really why you hate Chewbacca. You just hate Chewbacca because he ate the porgs. No, I do. I hate him because he's ugly. I don't know how many times I got to repeat this. It's like you're not even listening. Okay. All right. Fuck him. He's ugly. Yoda's ugly, too. Hate Yoda. Okay. Hate well, Luke Skywalker. Well, let's see what let's see what our audience thinks. I'm going to bring in... I'm going to bring in, first off, we're going to bring in Billy Mays, Mays, Mays. <laughs> Billy Mays, Mays, Mays. You are live on the air right now on the loudest podcast. Billy Mays, 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 who is the worst fictional character of all time? Pikachu! Oh, what? How dare you? Okay, you're really going to need to lay out your case here. Yeah. He gets so many handouts just to keep up with all these new Pokemon. Oh, hey, I'm sorry, Billy, May- ba- Billy Mays, Mays, Mays. I was accidentally not recording you. Can you start over? Okay, do I start out from, like, the explanation or where I said Pikachu? From where you said Pikachu. I'll say you up one more time. Billy okay. Mays, Mays, Billy Mays, 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 you are on the air. Who's the worst fictional character? Pikachu, for sure. What? Why? Pikachu's so cute, He's though. He's so cute. His tail looks like a lightning bolt. He's a yellow mouth. He's so weak, though. Okay, for well, the series mascot, well, you'd I'm, expect him to be stronger, right? Well, I'm I mean, sorry, he's not Dragonite or one of these Vaporeon or what. But sometimes these big, powerful Pokemon, like Snorlax, is super powerful. But he's I mean, not as cute as Pikachu. Snorlax is pretty cute, to be honest. Snorlax I do like Snorlax. Cute. I think I think Snorlax is cute. I think most unevolved Pokemon are pretty cute. I mean, I don't want I want an everyday Pokemon to be my mascot. I don't want Dragonair or Mewtwo as the mascot of this series because if Ash got Mewtwo as his original, but like the reason Pikachu's the mascot is because he's the first Pokemon that Ash gets. If Ash got Mewtwo, he could have just obliterated his entire town. Yes, right yeah, but if you want cute, that. there's Pichu. What did you I say? do I do like Pichu, but Pichu is he's like an also ran. He's a copy of a copy. Yeah, no, Pichu's an afterthought. I don't like Pichu. I don't like Pichu as much as Pikachu. I thought we could I think Pikachu is cute enough. Now if we're talking unevolved forms that improved on the middle one, Igglybuff is really like I think Igglybuff does the unevolved baby thing much better than Pichu. Wait! Jigglypuff has a new first form called Igglybuff? Did back in my time. I don't know about this. Igglybuff. Oh my god, I love this thing. Isn't it cute? I'm looking at him. He has an ability called Cute Charm. Cute is one of his stats. 
Yeah, I I think I mean I like that. I think a most small Pokemon are cute though. He's a balloon type Pokemon. They're a balloon type. I don't know. There's so many fucking types of Pokemon now. Man. Each Pokemon has a type in its Pokedex that describes it. Okay, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm seeing balloon type here. Uh, quickly, uh, 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 Billy Maze Maze Maze. Name other balloon type Pokemon. I think Jigglypuff might be the only one. And Igglybuff and yeah. Wigglytuff. They every Pokemon like their unevolved form and their evolved form together have a type, and it's like like Whalelord is like the big whale type Pokemon. It's something's really weird and specific. It's like the fart face Pokemon. Oh, so that's not like poison or steel no. or grass. Okay. No. Oh, so like Pikachu's probably like just a rat type Pokemon, yeah, or yeah, he's the electric mouse Pokemon. Knew it, nailed it. Okay. All right, Billy Maze, Maze, Maze. I'm sorry, but you are incorrect. Pikachu is not the worst fictional animal. Thank you for playing. All right. Oh wait, wait, wait. Question: Is this like an elimination style tournament? And does that mean I'm winning? Because nobody has given a better answer than me yet. No, you no, you're also wrong. Sorry, no, there is a right answer and you got it wrong. I'm correct. Okay, Furkov, you are live on the loudest podcast. Furkov, who is the worst fictional animal? Thank okay, you, Furkov. <laughs> he did not know that we were gonna bring him in. Okay, Lolris of Worlds, you are live. Who is the worst fictional animal? Lolris of Worlds. Oh, Jesus Christ, just get me. Okay, okay we're skipping bye. you. <laughs> Lawless of Worlds, you are being skipped. Okay. Archangel of Life, you're live on the loudest podcast. Archangel of Life, who is the worst fictional character? Uh, the pig from Dragon Ball, Oolong. That's a pretty good one. Sretch, do you know about this pig? No, I don't. Tell me about the pig. He's like, I'm a whiner, complainer pig. I kind of don't do shit. I just hang out with this pervert, Master Roshi, all day. Why does it talk? Does it have some kind of spirit inside of it or something? Good question. Archangel of Life, why does it talk? I don't know. I would imagine it had to talk because uh, otherwise we couldn't know its terrible, terrible thoughts of heaven. Tell us about this pig. What are this pig's wants and hopes and dreams? Why is this pig so terrible? Well, he's <laughs> he's essentially an extension of Master Roshi. Um, he, all he wants to do is uh, look up on skirt. And uh, for a good part of the show slash manga, he wears a pair of girls underwear on top of mm. yeah. I'm not going to blame him for for going Ed Wood with the clothes. Edward was pretty cool. Maybe he's trans. Uh, it's possible he's trans. But also, it's like David Bowie wore ladies' clothes. David Bowie was cool. And ladies who wear ladies' clothes are cool. I'm not going to hold that against him. I'm not talking about ladies' clothes. Like, ladies' underwear on top of his head. Oh! Yeah. He walked around with a panty hat? No, like a literal pair of quote-unquote magical panties on top of his head. Oh, Jesus. That's really bad. You're the... This is the first thing I've agreed with. Is it implied that those panties, those, quote, magical panties, are stolen? Maybe from an underage if, girl. If I, if I, don't quote me, in a while. Okay. He, they used the Dragon Balls. One of the wishes was he somehow wished for magical panties. And he granted his wish. What? Thus wasting a valuable wish. Right. He could have ended cancer. Or, or world hunger. Or war. <laughs> but instead, he wished for a pair of panties. What do the panties do? They don't do anything. Then That's how the are fun. they magical? 
That's what he calls it. This, <sighs> okay. this is also stretching my memories from my childhood, okay. which was still a while. Archangel of Life, so far you were in the lead. I'm going to put you back on mute. Do me a favor. In the next 10 minutes, research everything you can about these panties and their powers. Okay. Put you back on mute. All right. Maggie, you are live on the air. Who is the worst fictional character? Okay, Maggie. Thank you. Hello, Maggie. We can't hear you. I see you're trying to talk, but we can't hear you, Maggie. I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna put you on mute for a second. OJJ, who is the worst fictional character? Hey, can I say something first? Something's got me boiling over with rage with what I just heard. Okay, what's oh, what's upsetting you, buddy? What's going on? I got pushed to talk on. Okay. Oolong does not make a stupid wish for no reason. He makes a wish so Pilaf can't wish for eternal life. <laughs> I mean, have you guys even seen Dragon Ball? Come on. Pilaf? Who's Pilaf? Oh, yeah. He's another terrible creature, but he's not the terrible creature that I would be thinking of. Okay. So, he cock blocks a bad guy out of wishing for, like, everlasting life or control of the world. Right. Exactly. He's a hero. And he gets a sweet pair of panties out of the deal? That's not That's bad. That's right. That's not bad. That's all great stuff. Okay, OJJ. All right, we're going to bring in... We're going to bring in... Hold on, I'm going to bring Archangel of Life back. Yeah. Archangel of Life, what's your response to this blistering assault from uh, OJJ? Okay, he's not here. I'm going to mute him again. Okay, <laughs> OJJ. Tell me, yeah, yeah. Tell me, OJJ. Oh. <laughs> Who's the worst fictional character, OJJ? Tell me. It's Jiren, also from Dragon Ball, but a hundred times worse than Oolong. That's for sure. Is that an animal? He's a he's an ALMAO. He's a gray alien creature <laughs> with oh, big muscles. If that counts as he's not animal. cute. He's not okay. cute in the slightest. If he's ugly, then fuck him. Okay. He's hideous. He's disgusting. He has no personality, no motivation, no reason to exist. He represents everything that's wrong with modern day anime. And worst of all, he's in the latest uh, DLC for Dragon Ball Fighters. Oh fuck! Wasting a perfectly good slot that could have gone to Yajirobe. Ooh, I'm so surprised you don't know anything about Dragon. Ball. I don't like Dragon Ball. I was never into Dragon. Ball. I was more of a Sailor Moon child. <laughs> okay, OJJ, who's your favorite yeah. Sailor Scout? Uh, Sailor Mercury, because she had blue hair, so that's what I liked as a kid. Yeah, that's a good choice. Yeah, don't you like Sailor Mercury? I do, yeah. Sailor Venus is your favorite, though, right? Yeah, uh uh-huh. Okay. You've got those Sailor Venus socks. I do. I have every Sailor Scout socks. I need to get the cat ones. I don't have those, but they're not 99 cents, so I don't own them. All right, fuck that. Yeah, one time, Sriracha bought, like, 30 pairs of Sailor Moon socks, because they were a dollar each. Now, those are all the socks she wears. You can always count on her to have some Sailor Scouts on her. All right, Is it like I'll... a tuxedo mask pack? Wait, what was that? It's like a tuxedo mask bonus pack? No, I don't think so. Or I've never seen them before. I wish there was. I would collect all them, all the villains. I feel like they really missed a collectible aspect of this. They could even have like a rare version, like L- the Luna and whatever the white cat's name, Artemis. You could get them, but you had to pay like $10 for a pair of those. So you would entice people in with the cheap-ass Sailor Scout socks, and then you hook them on the cat socks, because you need to complete your collection. You can't just be walking around without the cat. Okay, I got a question. Do you got a thing for Tuxedo Mask? No, of course not. Okay. Yeah. Just wondering. OJJ, thank you so much, although you're wrong, but thank you. Um... How can you not have a thing for Tuxedo Mask if you're so into Sailor Moon? Uh, he's not my type. He's kind of like pushy. <laughs> really? Yeah. 
Yeah, he's kind of a dick. Like, did you ever watch Sailor Moon? No, I just assumed girls liked him because he had looked cool and had a cool mask. He and- does. He looks cool. And then he's an asshole to Usagi Serena, depending on which version you're watching. And then he shows up and he never does anything. Like Sailor Moon does all of the fighting. And then he shows up and says, great job, Sailor Moon. My job here is done. It's like, really? He didn't do anything. This yes. guy sounds like the ultimate Chad. He sweeps in at the end. Takes all the credit. He's dating the hottest of the Sailor Scouts. Wears a cool mask. So, like, if he's uh, peeping out people from the bushes, people don't know who he is. What a hero. Yeah, no. I don't know. Do we got anybody else that we got to go through? Yeah, we got a couple more people. Okay. P-Gay. Yo, can you hear me? P-Gay, yes. you are on the air. P-Gay, who is the worst <laughs> fictional animal? Well, I haven't had much contact with the series, but just from a passing glance, I can tell you Snarf is the worst fictional animal That's ever. a really good answer. What's mm-hmm. that from? Snarf is Thundercats. from the Thundercats. He's this little rat guy who's like, Snarf, Snarf, I'm, I'm in trouble. Yeah. I better get lying. No, oh, oh, no. Oh, actually, can I change my answer? Yes. I want to change my answer to, have you ever seen... Uh, that movie, god damn it, I forget the name of the movie. That Christmas movie, it's animated, it's about mice, and they fuck up, the one mice writes a letter to the newspaper and says that Santa Claus isn't real, fuck you Santa, we don't believe in you. And Santa refuses to come until, until the inventor guy is like, I built a clock that will play a santa song i don't remember what specific christmas carol it was at midnight and it'll be our way to tell santa that we're sorry and we do believe in santa and then the mouse goes and fucks the clock up after fucking up uh their trip to santa with the letters was this the year without a christmas i think it was i think think. the year without a christmas but not the year without Santa Claus, because that's something different. Okay. But the year without Christmas. I don't... Wait, maybe it's the same thing. I don't know. Yeah, I want to change it to <laughs> not the mouse that fucked up the Santa Claus visit, and not the mouse that fucks up the clock tower, because that mouse is implied to be a child. I want to change it to that mouse's bitch-ass dad. <laughs> Have you, have you never seen this movie? No, I'm, when I was very young, I saw it. So the, it scared me because I thought that there might be a year without a Christmas, so I stopped watching it. Dude, the mouse's dad is such a prick. PJ, have you ever seen this movie? It sounds like a collage of a bunch of movies, like in your head you put together in weird order. No, this <laughs> it is. It sounds real. like every Christmas special ever with a mouse. It does sound like I watched every mouse this Christmas special with my cousins this year, so I know what it is. But dude, this the mouse's dad is such a prick. So the mouse's dad discovers that his son, his son who is implied to be like this genius mouse because he uses words that none of them understand and also he can read and write, which is not a thing that mice do normally. Love it. And he finds out that this mouse wrote the letter to Santa and the newspaper published it for whatever reason, said, Santa, we don't believe in you. You're a myth. The parents put the presents under the tree, which, uh, uh, spoiler, I don't want to ruin anything for anybody. That's the truth. Sorry. There's no Santa Claus. And the dad sings a whole song. Telling the kid he's an asshole and showing him all like the kids in town that are crying, sitting in their beds, crying because their parents told them, oh, somebody fucked up our Santa closet. Also, Santa, what the fuck? You're going to skip this entire town because one mouse wrote a negative, a condescending letter to you. He's like the ultimate fucking Piers Morgan. Like you can't take a little bit of criticism. Come on. 
Why not just make that kid's house a fucking coal mine? Yeah, why don't you zap him? You're literally magic. Yes! Okay. I'd like to also blame the newspaper for publishing... Now, that is not fake news, what that newspaper published. That's real <laughs> news. But, come on, idiots. It's it's a fun game we all play where we make kids mm-hmm. believe in a man that gives them gifts, but it's us giving them the gifts. It's just, it's just a fun thing. You know, Groundhog's Day isn't real either. A rat doesn't control the weather, but it's still <laughs> fun to go visit Punxsutawney Phil. Yeah, why the fuck would the newspaper print that? This is also clearly, yeah. obviously, a world in which Santa Claus exists. Yes, this is worse than fake news. This is just to say that. Also, what is Santa reading every newspaper? Yeah, <laughs> I never thought about that. How did Santa get access to that specific newspaper where the mouse talked shit on him now, and was like, "No, this is ruining my entire. You know what? No Christmas anymore." Now, look, I do know how he would have got that newspaper in real life. In, re- in PR, there are these things called, like, clipping services. And mm-hmm. so you can pay a company to just, anytime you're mentioned in the news anywhere, they will send it to you. Uh, for example, Donald Trump famously, twice a day, would have a folder delivered to him by a clipping service of only good news about himself. Oh, that's great. How do I Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I know. I want that, too. I gotta get that folder. And (laughs) this is what I like about that. His aides would all argue over who got to give him the folder because it was like, because they wanted like the the good boy point halo effect of handing it. It's like the golden goose. Yeah. (laughs) Shit, that's pathetic. Reince Priebus, who was the head of the RNC and then later became his first chief of staff and his first press secretary. Remember that like goofy guy that wore two different pairs of shoes that one time and hid in the bushes (laughs) that other time? No. Okay, hold on. I'm going to look up uh, Trump first press secretary. Um, Sean Spicer. Oh. Sean Spicer and Ryan Priebus would apparently like argue and fight over who got to give him the folder because they both wanted to be the folder. Wow, I got such a good idea right now. I'm going to start my own fake Breitbart-like website and I'm going to start writing only good articles about Donald Trump so I the clipping serve and I'll send them directly to his clipping service I'll find out who it is and send them so I know that they're getting on his desk and then I'll start putting coded messages in there like I'll I'll, I'll send along CDs that when you play them backwards it's a kidnap Elon Musk make pork yes <laughs> taking it to the White House <laughs> oh my god that's so fucking brilliant P- uh, uh, subpoena Elon Musk. <laughs> PK, I forget who you said. Who was your guy again? One more time. Uh, Snarf. Snarf. Snarf's pretty good. Right now, yeah. Snarf's in the lead. All right, thank Bad you, PK. comic relief, man. We it's love awful. you. Bye. By the way, that kid, PK, he's like a real life high school sophomore who. Me and Sriracha one time had like a meetup in Morristown, New Jersey. Because a dude messaged me and he was like, well, we, we, uh, I have a friend, he's a veteran, he'd love to meet you. And we were like, yeah, if someone wants to meet us, we will go. I am so used to people not wanting to hang out with me that it's like, this guy wants to hang out, we'll hang out. P-Gay, underage, got his mom to drive him two and a half hours and got his mom to call the bar ahead of time to make sure they would let in a teenager. That kid was so cute, remember? That was so sweet. And he came to my corn maze night, too. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, we all got lost in the corn maze. All right.
Silent Eric. Silent Eric, you are live on the loudest podcast. Silent Eric, who is the worst fictional animal? Hello, this is Silent Eric, the undefeated victor of Waifu Wars Live. No one else has won nice. Waifu Wars Live. That's I'm on top. That's true, actually. And I am here to win this, too. Who do you the got? The worst fictional animal is Ka after 1967. Now, who uh, is Ka? Ka is the snake from the Jungle Book. Oh! You sure it's not Kai? No, it's Ka. It's, is it? Yeah. It's K-A-A. I have never seen the Jungle Book. What is so bad about him? He's just uh, an well, asshole the- snake. He hypnotizes you with his weird hypno eyes. He gets you to fuck around. He's trying to murder a poor little boy. Steal the yes, fire exactly. from him? That's fucked up. But here's the thing. In the original book, back in the the Kipling book in 1895 or earlier, whatever. Uh, whatever. Ka was a mentor figure and was like a wise 100-year-old snake. Mm. He was there to help Mowgli. Like, he was dangerous because he was a snake, mm-hmm. but he was not like a villain. And then Disney comes along and he is just this bumbling predator that is trying to hypnotize him and eat him during like the uh various songs that are happening uh and ever since the disney version that's all he's ever been in both of the live action movies that have come out uh recently uh ka has just become just a terrible asshole character who is only there to be a threat but not very much of a threat and yes. just kind of just be like a dangerous thing in the jungle. He's like a he's like a mini boss character. Um, Kashir Khan, the tiger, is like the the, the big baddie. I gotta yeah. say, I think Disney was right to make this snake a bad guy. I'm sorry. It's oh, he had more. Hold, hold on, Silent Eric. I'm gonna okay. put you on All mute. Right. Um, right. Sriracha, back me up on this. It's over for snakes. It's over. They got screwed with this Bible thing. I get it. They got screwed with this Bible thing. But snakes now bad. It's just, that's just what's up. Bears are good. They're cute. They're fuzzy. Dogs are adorable. Cats are cute. Snakes have the worst PR out of maybe any animal. Have you ever held a snake? You mean a snack? Yeah. I've never held a slithery, sneaky snake. I, I think snakes are cute. I knew a girl in college that had a snake as a pet. I, they feel like tubes of sand. <laughs> They're very cute. And uh, they... they uh, Well, her snake that I held was a very, very well-behaved snake. And mm-hmm. they're so cute. They got little faces and they stick their tongue out. Like I think they're super cute. I like snakes. I don't think snakes are bad. Okay. Counterpoint to that. Snake girl. Would you ever want to be... Like, known as, like, the snake girl. I never want to be known as the anything girl. I think when you get a snake, you're automatically the snake guy. How about this? Do you want to date a guy with a snake? Just put it out there. No. (laughs) Yes, exactly. And look, I knew this great guy with a snake. He was an amazing animator. He had a robot leg. Love this guy. But we we all go over to his house to watch the Royal Rumble one year. I see a snake. That's a snake guy now. I'm sorry. I mean, snakes. I I think I don't know how good pets they'd make, and I don't know how I feel about feeding them live animals. Like, could you have a vegan snake? Could you feed it tofu or something? I don't 
No. I would not be able to feed alive snake animals. But if you hold them, they're very charming. They're, they got big, big blue eyes. I, I, I gotta say, I gotta say, I've seen some very cute pictures of snakes. Yes, you've shown them to me. Little baby snakes with their little baby snake tail. They're called snack. They're you saying like, boop. they love getting, bo- they love booping and being booped. I'm so cute. But now imagine this. 90-foot boa constrictor sucking the life out of you. You can't Every- have a boa constrictor's bed. You can't? No. What do you mean you can't? No, you can't. You could have a boa constrictor. Not one a- that's going to kill you. What? Rattlesnakes? They poison you? Someone's got to suck out the poison? That never works. You never have to suck out the poison from a dog or a cat or a bear. That's true, but cats are dicks. So like a snake will never knock your coffee cup off the table for no fucking reason whatsoever. That's very... <laughs> mm, okay, I guess we're going to have to d- agree to disagree on this. I'm just saying, snake's got a tough row to hoe. All right, Furkoff, you're coming up next. Von Bolt, you are on the air. Von Bolt, who is the worst of fictional animal... Uh, my favorite, my least favorite fictional animal is Quippers from D and D. Okay, I love Dungeons and Dragons, but uh, <laughs> Sriracha just literally. Uh, can you guys just pick a normal animal? Can you pick something from? No, it, it is normal. They are just piranha. No, I meant something that humans know about. People that have had sex would know about. <laughs> wow! Coming at you! Hey! But to be fair, aren't you the one that's always reading these weird com- these Japanese comic books where the boys kiss each other? No, I don't know why you get so hung up. You've been watching porn? Yeah, everybody does that. Okay. You do that. So you do like yowie. I don't like yowie. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm not super familiar with the Monster Manual. I'm I'm familiar with the big D&D monsters like Beholders and Kobolds and such. Tell me about the Quipper. What makes it so bad? Well, Quipper are literally just piranha. So they're, even though it's a challenge rating zero and you should encounter them pretty quickly, there's never any moment to use them because if you're going to use them, you have to do some weird chicanery where you allow water to move around a room so that you can use a swarm of Quippers, but they still die in one hit, even at like first level. But what about elite quippers or level 50 quippers or like, is there like a super quipper? Or can all the quippers come together into one big piranha that eats you and every time you get eaten, you lose a level or something? No. What uh, about a vampire quipper? quipper? What, if, what, what about that, huh? I mean... What about that, huh? Vom- aren't they already technically vampires? Like been lawyered by the best. Stereos Coconos, future attorney at law from Spite Incorporated, found a way to make quippers worse. Vampirism! Because you're not only getting bit by the piranha, but then you become a vampire piranha. Sriracha. You become a piranha? Like you grow gills? Or a vampire. Wait. If you're bitten by a vampire human, you become a vampire human. But if you're bitten by a dog pyre, do you just become a vampire human or do you become a human, half human, half dog? I don't think that dogs have the ability to become vampires. Oh, really? I think they just die. Maybe uh, it seems like someone's never heard of the most famous dog vampire in the world. Is that Cujo? What? No, it's not. Why I'm talking, of course, about... Vampire Dog from the 2012 movie. Vampire Dog. It's about a vampire dog. I don't think many people saw that movie. I don't think that movie's can vampire canon. A boy and a six-year... 
uh, here's the plot. A boy and a 600-year-old talking vampire dog discover they can do anything together after they face down their fears. Directed by Jeff Anderson and music by Ben Loopston. Vampire Dog. Who was in that movie? Oh, who wasn't in Vampire Dog? Oh, I'll tell you. Oh, I'll tell you right now. Uh, ever heard of a little man named Colin McKenzie? No, never. Not even once. Okay, well, he's the voice of Ace, the vampire dog. Oh. Uh, he also played the son in Asteroid Final Impact. Never heard of that, even once. He played Chip Ward in Diary of a Wimpy Kid, Colin right. Dog Days. Let's move on. <laughs> Maybe he played young Bobby Singer in Supernatural. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. okay. Von Bolt, thank you. I'm still here. Unfortunately... Look, piranhas do suck, but let me tell you worse piranhas. Those flying piranha fish in the Mario Brothers, they come out of nowhere, there's no pattern, you just get fucked. I hate now those. that's a fish I can hate. Yes, exactly. Better luck next time, Von Bolt. Put Bye. it back on mute, but we do love you, Von Bolt. Okay, last man. Wait, where did Furkov go? Oh, no. Furkov's gone. And you're eliminated. All right, bring it in, Furkov. Furkov. You are our final contestant. Furikov, who is the worst fictional animal? I can name it. It's uh, it's Bambi, is who it is, uh, Stereos. Yeah, and, and you know it. Sucks. Yep. Ban- oh. Sriracha agrees. I think I won. You've got my attention yeah. with this. You've got my attention. Why does Bambi suck? Because she's real cute. I like her. Sees her mom die. Bambi's boy. I, I care. I don't care. Look, I care about Bambi. Oh, all I'm saying. Bambi's fucking mom dies. It's terrible. That's a lot of kids' first experience with death is they're watching Bambi and the mom dies. All of a sudden, they go, oh, my God, Mommy, are you going to die one day? Then you got to tell them about fucking dear heaven. It's a big fucked up mess, which is making me not like Bambi. Tell me why Bambi sucks. Because the exact opposite of what you just said happens. Now, uh, you're from New York, right? I assume you're a hunter, you know? Or, or, or no, do we not hunt in New York? Uh, I I like hunting and I like hunters because in New York we have deer. Speaking of Bambi, fucking deer kill people in New York. This is what happens. A couple of people a year. They're just driving, driving, driving. All of a sudden a deer runs out of nowhere, turns to them. Deer in the headlights, they hit the deer. Deer have bones that like have the tensile strength of steel. Where? So ant- Sorry. No, keep going. I'll ask questions after. So the antlers go through windshields. Essentially, a bunch of metal spikes are thrown at you. They impale you to your chair. You fucking die because you've been hit with 500 pounds of meat and and essentially metal hardened bone. So in New York, like one of the best things you can do as a New Yorker is to go out and hunt some fucking deer because otherwise these deer are going to go out and hunt us. Sarancha, questions. Bro, that must be upstate New York. I ain't never seen no fucking deer. Well, it's not here in the city. Oh, okay. See, I was imagining you're driving through Queens like you're stuck in a traffic jam that a deer flies through the air. No, there's no deer in the middle of the Barclays Center, but out on Long Island, a couple of people a year die from deer. So it's like... I think when I was a kid, they would even have, like, bounties. They're like, we will pay you $10 for every dead deer you bring us. I've heard about deer bounties. I've heard about, man, fuck deer. I've heard a lot of shit about deer. And uh, they, it's not just that you got something wrong. It's not just that you, you will drive and you'll see a deer in your headlights. But the deer will also sometimes just randomly throw itself into your windshield. Yup. 
instead of running out back into the woods <laughs> where it belongs. Yup. Every single goddamn night when I went out as a kid, my mom and dad would be like, you drive slow and you take this road and not that road because there's deer on that road. You do this, you do that. My whole life as a kid, I'm just terrified of like flying deer killing me and my mom and dad. Oh, you want to hear a funny story about driving in the middle of nowhere? Always. One time I was driving in the middle of nowhere and um, it was in the morning I was in college. I was coming home from a party and I'm, I'm pretty baked. So I'm driving through like this weird one, ro- like a dirt road, mm-hmm. a one road road. And I'm driving slowly because there's no posted speed limit. And I see a hedgehog try to walk through like the path. And so I stop my car, obviously, because I don't want to hit this hedgehog. And the hedgehog looks up at me. It looks at me and it freezes. It's head like, I'm like, oh, come on. So I'm sitting here and I beep the horn. And the hedgehog doesn't move. I'm like, come mm. on, hedgehog. Go on, go on, come on. Get off the road. I gotta keep going. Drive the road, hedgehog. And I can't drive around it because there's no other road. Mm. And I'm, uh, it's dark. I don't know what's uh, off the side of the road. I'm like, uh, beep again. Come on, hedgehog. I flick my lights at it. Nothing is moving this hedgehog. So I put the car in park. I'm like, okay, I'm going to get out. I'm going to poke it with a stick. See what's going on. I get out the car. I find a big stick. It was pine cone. <laughs> 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 it was a hedgehog. <laughs> You're really brave to attack a hedgehog. They have sp- Bike bodies. They're so cute. Look, I love hedgehogs. I do love hedgehogs. Real IRL. Sonic has some real attitude. Do you know how pissed off Sonic gets? If you don't touch, if you don't touch your controller for like ten seconds, he's got his hands on his hips. He's tapping his foot. Sonic's always wagging his finger at you too. It's Are like you? don't wag that finger at me. I'll wag that finger back at you. Only I won't, because Sonic's much stronger than me. Are you gonna go see the new movie? Oh, that new Sonic the Hedgehog movie? Yeah, the terrifying CGI Sonic. <laughs> you know what? It's so funny. It takes so much to get me to the movies. Like, I have been a Star Wars fan my whole life. I played the Star Wars collectible card game. I played all these LucasArts video games. Like, I didn't see Solo. Like, I just didn't. I was like, eh, going to the movies. The only reason I fucking saw uh, Rogue One was that I had to kill time before a flight. But I think I will go see this Sonic the Hedgehog movie. I want to see it, too. Me and Mumkey Jones were talking about that the other day, how uh, since MoviePass killed itself, yeah. it's been so hard to go to the movies. Yeah. He's, even his AMC pass thing doesn't work. It only works like three times a month or something. Yeah, no, you can only go three. And then he was telling me something about they are dicking customers around. I don't remember if this is AMC or MoviePass, but like you would get a ticket and then show up and then find out that the theater already sold the ticket no matter what ticket you bought mm. or something and so you mm. were wasting not only your premium that you're paying a month but also your time driving to the movie theater that's fucking terrible isn't that awful yes I don't remember what company was doing that I gotta ask AMC gonna... Stubbs you're on notice you get me you're fucking Stubbs is movie pass still a thing at all or is it just not even you can't even get a movie pass that is such a goddamn good question I'm gonna look up right now current movie pass plans okay so we all remember the classic movie pass plan it was what was it uh ten dollars a month ten dollars a month and you could see it on limited movies then they started slowly implementing restrictions like you could only see the movie once a month and uh you could only like you had to pre-reserve your seats so yes. they w- and you got to take pictures of your receipt so they don't know that you're not just buying another ticket to another movie yes walking in mm-hmm. okay new plan started 9.95 a month Okay, let's see. 
Okay, first off, there's there's now three plans: select, all access, and red carpet. Mm, That's already you've already now you're confusing me. All right, let's see how much the red. Okay, the red carpet plan will allow you to choose from all movies in our theater network, including IMAX movies. All of their plans allow you to see up to three movies a month. Boo! So fuck it. So fuck that. And the select plan: choose from a selection. Of available 2D movies. Yeah. So it's just like, oh, you want to go see the Grand Budapest Hotel 2? Because we're not giving you tickets to Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Because fuck you, that's for our red carpet plan. Oh, man, but wasn't it beautiful in those six months where it worked? It was. It worked. <laughs> it was a... It wasn't... They flew too close to the sun. They flew too high too fast. Red carpet costs $25 a month. Fuck that. And you only get three movies? But they can be IMAX movies. And here, you know, sometimes you go to an IMAX movie in LA, that's like $30. Yeah, but fuck you. I'm not going to an IMAX movie. That's uh, the only reason I would go to an IMAX movie if I had movie pass. Man, God damn it. These people ruin fucking everything. These greedy ass motherfucking boomer industries like movie theaters when movie pass came out i was like this is seriously going to revive movie the theaters movie theaters yes because that's what saved television is netflix and hulu in this shit streaming services obviously and for the first time in years piracy of movies went down when movie pass just worked which that's always been the symptom of how convenient is it for people to procure something illegally legally like torrenting of tv shows practically non-existent now at least the ones that are available on netflix and hulu it's spiking a little bit now but for it, it has been like if you look at data from 2006 to now of TV show torrenting, it's just dropped off and they fucked it. They fucked themselves because they're greedy fucks. Fuck you, boomer fucks are rot in hell. I, I hope got, your industry's rot in hell. Write a thousand think pieces about it. I don't give a shit. I, I got to I got to agree with you. I absolutely got to agree with you on this. First off, I would much rather just pay the ten dollars than accidentally download a virus or I'm I it's it's the file is called Voyager episode one season one but then I download it and it's like someone reacting to Voyager even though they used a thumbnail for Voyager and they knew they were doing that just to trick me most people would yes that's absolutely that's absolutely correct well I we we, we subscribe to uh, Verve uh, VRV.co whatever and it's like Suraj so could download all this fucking anime but you know what I just kind of want to get it on my TV and I don't want to like put it on a plex server or put it on a data stick and put the data stick in my tv or wi-fi in my tv through chrome just get just put the mob psycho on my fucking tv so i can watch mob psycho yeah you're absolutely fucking right yeah. but speaking of right furikov are you right about bambi being the worst fictional character why is bambi so bad furikov <laughs> Well, well, listen to Stereos. I heard you guys talking about cars and crashing into deer, but have you ever, you know, put on your your hunter orange, got ready to go out on that uh, at that sun uh, the the sunrise, to go stalk a deer, and just to have some family member be like, "But you're shooting Bambi!" Oh, you're getting shoot shamed. These you. Here's what I want you to do next time for a cough. 
I want you to find some gruesome crime scene photos of families destroyed by hitting deer. And then you show them this. And then you go, this is what Bambi did to the Wilsons down the street. Now, Furkov, I got a question. I think I'm just, I think I'm just country enough to be able to talk about this but uh aren't there rules during hunting season like you can't shoot a female deer or you can't shoot a baby deer you can only shoot the bucks Uh, yeah it kind of depends on where you live i mean where i live it's all about the license you obtain so you get a license for a male or you get a license for you know a female and you just go hunt down what you get based off the license so yeah, I don't think like are they, are they giving out licenses to murder baby deers. <laughs> I, th- I don't feel like they would. I gotta say, I, look, here's my take: the baby deer should go first. They are harder to hit. They're agile. It's like if you can get a baby deer, that should be worth more. I mean, points. I mean dude, I don't give a fuck. But I just, I don't know if it's government. <laughs> well, it's like, look, I'm here. I'm, you know how many fucking McNuggets I put away a year? What? I'm gonna get on people's asses for killing deer? If they made venison McNuggets at McDonald's, I would eat Veno Nugs. I like veal. I loves me some veal. And veal is baby deer. No, it's baby. Is it? No, that can't be right. It's baby veal. Cow. Baby, veal cow. Cow. baby yeah. cow. Baby cow. What, wait, does baby deer have like a special delicious name? I don't think like so. Like Venison Junior or <laughs> Super yeah, Venison? It, it, it's called Roadkill, and then you throw it in the back of a truck, and then you never have to see it again. <laughs> okay. I got to say, I think Furukoff walked away with this one. Look, I was going to say Scrappy-Doo. I think Scrappy-Doo sucks, but we kind of all think that Scrappy-Doo sucks. Yeah. What a, what yeah. Can I change my vote to your vote? Can, can we just throw that out and go with Scrappy-Doo? Because scrappy he, he is annoying. Look, you know what? Scrappy-Doo sucks. It's too easy. It's too easy. I'm out. Stretch, you're definitely out, Chewbacca rules. No. That pig with the panties is adorable. Oh, wait. Hold on. Now I'm going to unmute everybody real quick oh, in this God. channel. Okay. Uh, I'm now unmuting everybody. Okay. You are all now unmuted. I'm going to unmute you. Unmute you. You get it unmute. You get it unmute. What stereo sriracha. do those panties have? Somebody tell me quick. Wait. They can I say first powers. that he can transform? Oolong himself can transform. Okay. Look. I just want to know what the panties are being perfectly honest with you guys. What do the panties do? They're magic panties? They're just regular panties. They're just yeah, they're regular re- panties. They're not. What What do you mean? I was told they were magic. He I was created wrong. by magic, but they themselves are not magic. That is a wow. Was that Silent Eric that said that? Yes. Okay. Furkov. You have won what you have won the worst fictional animal. Even wait, though most I have of a- our complaints are wait, everybody I'm talking all that. Even though most of our complaints are about real deer and not fake deer. Because he said Bambi. I mean, I just really hate deer. I hate all deer. Yeah. I hate I don't care if they're cartoon, I don't care if they're CGI, I don't care if they're clay. Fuck deer. I don't want to interact with them in any medium. Yes! Okay. Furkoff, you I win. A- but silent Eric, you Win the best line of the show for they are they are panties made from magic, but they are not magic panties. Yay! Now, Stella, I do, I you have, seem excited to say something. What do you got? I did have a silver bullet for Ka. I will graciously. We don't let care. I'll, I'll be honest, win. we don't care about Ka. I'm, tur- I'm taking you all Goodbye, off the air. Everyone. Okay. All right. Uh, bringing us back. We are going to take a small, teeny tiny break. We will be right back. Right after this. 
Welcome back to the Loudest Podcast. I'm your host, Stereos Kohinos. We got Sriracha here. Hello. As usual. Now, Sriracha, you've got a couple of topics. You got a couple of winners of some topics here. You got you got two topics about birds, but then I also know that there's this podcast that's put a bee in your bonnet. What do you I'm, want to talk about first? I'm so fucking angry. First of all, something fucky is going on on Instagram. Okay. And I, I don't know if I talked to you about this. Maybe this is straight up a surprise. But let me tell you. So Sirius and I, yesterday, took the day off. with Chinese New Year. We have to respect Sirius's. We have to respect exactly one-fourth of Sirius's culture. Hung Yi so. Fa Choi. <laughs> Hung Yi Fa Choi. We got yelled out of a dumpling store. <laughs> we got yelled out of the dumpling store. Sriracha tells me that on the Lunar New Year, you're supposed to eat mooncakes. And it's good luck. I'm going to every Chinese bakery in Chinatown asking for mooncakes. Everyone's like, no mooncakes, no mooncakes. I assume they're just not going to sell to outsiders. But then we go to this one lady goes, mooncakes are an August thing, not a February thing. You can't get mooncakes in February. Yeah, fucker. This is what I get. This is what I get for trying to learn your stupid ass culture. Why would they not sell mooncakes during the Lunar Festival? I don't know, man. That's what I thought, too. That's what Buzz fucking BuzzFeed told me, I think. Either Buffy, BuzzFeed or Huffington Post. Either way, burn both of them down. This is satire. <laughs> Agreed. Um, satire, satire. So, we ended up in Tribeca. It's a lovely area of New York. I got this pressed juice which contains cucumber, celery, spinach, and cayenne. And we stopped at a lovely restaurant. Oh, this is from the Press Juicery. This is very important. This becomes relevant later. And we stopped at a lovely restaurant, a lovely restaurant called Summer Day. Tribeca, it was great. We had cocktails. We had lobster roll. It was awesome. It's a great day. French fries. This morning, Asterios, I wake up to scroll through my Instagram, and guess what I'm getting served ads for? I get an ad, not only for Summer Day in Tribeca, but I also get an ad for not any press juicery, but the press juicery, the address of which I visited yesterday. The specific press juicery at the World Trade Center? We were at the World Trade Center. Oh, we had so so much fun at the World Trade Center yesterday. World Trade Center is awesome. Yeah, I love it. Because here's what they've done. They just turned it into a mall. They were like, (laughs) they were like, fuck it. They were like, fuck it, fuck it. It's an all white, completely austere. It looks like a sci-fi movie from the 1970s. I was just about to say, it looks like a space mall. Yes, it does. It looks like a space mall. Specifically, it looks like some of the sets from THX 1138. Generally, it looks like somewhere where RoboCop would go to stop a crime. Yeah, no. So if you're ever in New York, uh, just get in a taxi and say, take me to 911. Yes. <laughs> that's what that's It is what, what people the, say, sadly. That's what all the tourists say. Take me to 911. Take me to 911. <laughs> I mean, while we were there, I took Sriracha to the 911 Memorial. It's right across the street from the Super Bowl. I, it, it's right across the street, but... Uh, People were taking selfies there, and that's <laughs> weird, and I don't like it. I don't like that. But anyway, I, I, I go to the World Trade Center a lot. That's there's a there's an Apple Store in the World Trade Center. Me and my aunt and my uh, little brother and my nieces, we were all going to meet up, and like the World Trade Center is like a very convenient nexus between where all three of us live. Here's the best thing about the World Trade Center: the third floor 
is one big Italy, baby. It's awesome. The whole third floor is in Italy. And guess what's in that Italy? Mozzarella University. If you want to go learn everything about mozzarella, you take the R train, not the N train. Take the R or the J or the Z or the one or the two or the three or the A or the C or the E to the WTC. Mozzarella, you baby. But anyway... So you're being hacked and I tracked. I'm really, I'm not, I, I hate, I'm upset. I'm upset because I know, th- I know that I've specifically blocked Instagram from knowing my location. Yeah. I don't even put my location on my personal Instagram posts. Mm. I just put New York City you on know? all of them and I enter it manually because fuck you, they're somehow harvesting my data and I'm not fucking happy about it. Probably I'm not happy about it, man. Probably through the Facebook app. Fuck Apple and fuck the fact that you used the thumbprint scatter thing are you oh. crazy you know they're selling that shit right they're selling that to russians you're gonna your fingerprints are gonna mysteriously turn up on some documents somewhere you're I, insane you're fucking insane if you're giving your fingerprints to apple sriracha saw me turn on the fingerprint scanner and the first thing she said was this makes my libertarian dick very upset that's a direct quote. A serious, they can't even keep celebrities' nudes safe. What makes you think they're going to keep the everyday person's biometric data off of the hands of hackers? I don't disagree with anything you say. Counterpoint. Putting in my passwords is so inconvenient. Just press the buttons. What? <laughs> just press the buttons. No, but my thumbprint also like, lets me in other things. It's not, just for, it's not just to get into the phone. My thumbprint works in apps and snaps and... Craps and laps, baby. My thumb's everywhere. Fucking stupid. Everywhere you want to be. Well, next time there's a data breach, don't come crying to me. Because the Russians have your phone. Do you know how many data breaches? Fucking. Millions. All the, but me specifically. Because every time I get a data breach, they always do the same thing. They're always like, we've uh, subscribed you to a uh, monitoring service. And so if uh, your data gets stolen, the monitoring service will alert you to it. So every month I get an email and it's like, it says, one of your passwords got stolen. I'm like, okay, which one? They're like, we don't know. I go, what service? We don't know. Here's a number you can call with more information. I call up the number. Hey, I got an email, monthly monitoring from ID notified. It says uh, my information got stolen. They're like, we're sorry, sir. We don't know anything. It's like, what, then what are you monitoring? How are you monitoring this? So my take on this is just like, I've just been stolen so many times. But also, if somebody steals my credit, guess what they're going to get their hands on? Thousands and thousands of dollars worth of legal debt because of a cuck lawsuit. Go ahead and take it. I'm imagining a tribune of Russian spies sitting there. Like, what is a cuckold? <laughs> <laughs> Why are all of this men's documents just labeled cuck? <laughs> I didn't know you had such a good Russian accent. I can't. I, you know, I, can, I can do a very cartoon Russian. Oh, no. Now it's Canadian. Fuck. Uh, no. C- well, can you say something like, you know... Uh, we have ways of making you talk. We have ways of making you talk, Mr. Kokonos. And you are not going to like them. My name is Melania. (laughs) I look very upset during State of Union because I forget vodka flask in car. (laughs) That's how I know that you can't do a Russian accent. I'm sorry, but the the correct pronunciation was... Wodka. Vodka. Wodka. Vodka. Vodka. Now it's B. Vodka. No, no. Vodka. Vodka. I, w- I want the vodka. 
No, that's nuclear not. Nuclear That's a man. That's nuclear a man. Nuclear whistles. That's not woman. Nuclear whistles. All right, Pitzner. Anyway. Okay. I don't. <laughs> I'm thinking it's the Facebook app because Facebook's connected to Instagram. I don't have Facebook app. You don't have the Facebook app nope. on your phone? Nope. I don't use it on my phone. I just use it on the computer. I have always thought that these things are listening because sometimes I'll just be having a conversation about something and then the next thing it'll just pop up on the, the ads. That's fucking terrifying. And people always say like, oh, Starris, you're crazy. I'm like, really? Fucking am I? People thought Snowden was crazy until he turned out to be right. Huh? Remember that guy, Snowden? Man, I wish Julian Assange was such an asshole. Yeah, I know. I really want to like that guy, but I, I used <laughs> it's to, impossible. He's such a prick. I used to like him more. But have you hear if you heard like all those news stories about how he's like a terrible, terrible house like he Yeah, he's like trapped in the Swedish embassy and he won't clean his poops anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he like won't clean his poo-poo or pee-pee. <laughs> and he's uh I read an article somewhere, I don't know if this is true or not, but he is apparently the Swedish embassy has forbade him from interacting with female aides because he sexually harasses every single one of them. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Like, Jesus, choosing beggar. Like, we can just throw you back to Russia, you know? Oh, my God. Like, what? Toss you back to, like, hey, asshole. Yes, welcome to the Ukraine. Oh <laughs> try to try to not clean your poops here. See what happens. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. I'm really sorry that, ha- that, that that has happened to you and that your date has gotten stolen. No. But speaking of phones, I know that you're currently using your phone to listen to a podcast that you have some opinions on? And fuck this podcast. Fuck this podcast. I'm so fucking pissed off. How do... How, okay, first, let me open this with a question to you. When I say the word astrology aspects, do you have a semblance of a fuck what I am talking astrology about? Astrology aspects? Yes. The moment you say astrology, I'm already out. So specific aspects of them I could give. Like yeah. Rising, waning, waxing, mooning, minor, just fuck. Okay, whatever. Yeah, no, no, no. And I realize uh, I, I'm, I'm going to lose half of the audience right off the bat here. Okay. But I don't totally hate astrology. I, I it's don't. It's cute. It's fun. It's fun. Fortune, te- fortune cookies are fun, too. Well, I'm explain sorry i think of astrology in the same way that i think of sports in that i really really want to be part of this group that is so fanatic about this thing but dude i cannot bring myself to care or believe in anything that anybody is saying like i want to be involved in a tailgate i want to be involved in a mob that throws bricks through windows because their sports team lost but I, I feel like nobody will allow me in because I just don't fit the role. I can't force myself to care. You don't think you're... Oh, sorry, I'm cutting you off. I want to hear this the whole story. the same shit with astrology, too, man. Like, I've looked up my birth chart. I got my uh, time of birth from my mom and the date. And I've looked up all my shit with that. And I'm like, no, this is not correct. This is not correct at all. What does your zodiac say you're supposed to be? My zodiac sign is a cancer, which means you're a big fat bitch crybaby, which is true. But then other parts of it, it's like, you are deeply creative and you love to connect with other humans. Like, no, I don't. I don't leave the house. (laughs) That's not true. You are deeply creative, though. I don't think so, man. I think I just fried my brain on the internet. Like, I don't think I could use any kind of creativity for anything useful or productive. You are on a podcast right now. You are currently 
getting paid to talk into this microphone by people who want to hear you and are upset that your show got canceled, which it wasn't. Josh, the lawyer, hit me up. You can be my new co-host. We'll revive Pork Chatter with 100% more legal advice. That guy, I like that guy. Very charming. I like that guy, very too. Very charming. Looks good in suits. Love that guy. He looks great. Yeah. Josh, you look great. Your wife is a very lucky lady. Yeah. <laughs> and your birds, if you have them, are very lucky birds. Yes, exactly. <laughs> what was I talking about? Oh, okay. So, astrological aspects means nothing to me. Let me tell you guys about a little podcast that I listen to called self-service with i swear to god i am not making this name up jericho mandibia and i pronounce it like that because she is australian jericho mandibia jericho mandibia runs a podcast called self-service and how i found this podcast was uh the bbc or somewhere did a series of or i don't know some news source did a series of interviews with new uh victoria's secret models right and it was every morning what they do before they head to work right Fucking fascinating. You could find them all on YouTube. And one of them, I forget who it was, says, I've been listening to this podcast every day called Self-Service. And it's just, it's very empowering. It makes me feel like I'm going to, it's about health and wellness and self-care. Because Australians and British people, they cannot do the CA. Self-care. <laughs> And so I'm thinking, okay, this podcast is going to be great. I'm going to start listening. It's going to be about exercise and how to eat healthy on the road and skincare and shit like this. No, it is all batshit insane astrology shit. And I encourage everyone listening to download at least one episode of Self-Service with Jericho Mandibure. You will love it. You will love every minute and you will not be able to put it down. Not because you are engaged with the content that you are hearing, but because everything that comes out of everyone's mouth on this podcast is so nuts that you are going to want to stick around to hear what happens next. Let me give you an example. First of all, Every episode of this show starts out with this, with an introduction, not an introduction like a song or a theme song or anything, but a bizarre Jericho talking with echoes placed in the most, on the most random words in her little spiel. It says, this is self-service, and then self-service, self-service. Your cosmic comfort zone. We talk shit, 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 shit. And the echoing back, I lose it. Every fucking time, they put the echo on the word shit, and it kills me every episode i listen to i've listened to about three episodes of the show and then i had to rage quit because we'll talk about that later I, i'm very upset with jericho jamie and jericho we could have a talk if this gets back to where someone please send her this video so this first episode i introduced i listened to that opens up it's called meditation or it's called how to attract positive forces in your life or something and this is where i should have known i was getting fucking trolled by whoever this victoria's secret model is but i start listening to it and she does her opening spiel and she's talking about she's like we're gonna have jessica yavinez talk about oh jessica yavinez is her own separate basket case i think even jericho thinks that jessica yavinez is fucking nuts but she's like we're gonna have jessica yavinez talk about astrology aspects today and then she does this laugh she's like like what even is an aspect and then she laughed and she says jk i'm like no what is an astrology like i'm a fucking idiot like i'm the fucking idiot here because i don't know what an astrology aspect is i'm like you are losing me right off the bat jericho why why is that like that's such an insane question like where even is the ocean <laughs> no you're not fucking retarded we're not of course not we're not gonna explain this 
There are a lot of crazy podcasts out there, Stereos and the listeners. There are a lot of crazy podcasts. There are a lot of bad podcasts. And podcasts usually fall into one of two categories. Either the sound quality is shit or the content is shit. A lot of them are both. <laughs> Sorry to tell you guys, but most people shouldn't have a podcast. And most people definitely includes Jericho Mandibur. Let me tell you why. I want to know, Jericho. I'm talking to you now, Jericho. How the fuck you get off putting one pre-roll ad two mid-roll ads and god knows what comes after that on a 23 minute podcast 23 minutes of cereals i sat through an ad for two competing meal prep services (laughs) (laughs) hello fresh and daily harvest I sat through an ad for me undies, and I sat through an ad for bioluminescence, which is some fucktar skincare whatever. I don't give a shit. I don't care what it is. I threw four separate promo codes that I need to remember before I rage quit that episode. What the fuck? That is what? Four minutes out of 23 minutes? Let's do some math here. Hang on. I have to unlock my thing with a code because... All right, I'm looking up this lit. Wait, what is the name of the show? Self-Service with Jericho Mandibur. Don't ask me how to spell it because I don't know. And let me tell you, these are not quick little 30-second spots. This is this woman rambling about these products she's probably never touched or used. And I don't say that because she sounds insincere. I say that because most of these companies do not deliver to Australia where Jericho lives. I looked it up. Four divided by 23, four minutes, and that is generous. Because she talks about this shit for a while. That is seven over 17% of your podcast is ads. And I know what you're thinking, but Saranja Joe Rogan loads up his shit with fucking three ads for me undies before you even get to the interval. Well, listen, Jericho. First of all, Joe Rogan's show is three hours long. Second of all, Joe Rogan is getting people like Elon Musk to break down their government contracts on air smoking weed. You know, I'll exchange the collapse of society for a couple more ads. You, my friend, are not even close to the area that you you have to be the nerve, the absolute gall, the total lack of respect for the listener to place three mid-roll ads on your 23-minute podcast. Let me tell you, poor Cheddar might be dead in the, at his doornair. Poor Cheddar might be shit, but at least we don't fucking hate you. At least you're not going to sit here and listen to Sarantra rants about how totally comfortable the most comfortable undies ever me undies are because I don't care. I hate me undies. I hate all these podcast companies. Don't buy HelloFresh. It's a scam. Just do your grocery shopping. Don't buy fucking Daily Harvest. It's just yogurt in cups. Man, fuck that podcast. No, fuck you. Fuck that podcast. I'd like to point out to Bo, to MeUndies, HelloFresh, and Daily Yogurt that we are available. (laughs) We are super interested in caring. I love how easy HelloFresh makes it for me to learn how to cook with these great prepackaged ingredients, fresh, farmer-chosen, farm-to-table, clean-eating, I'm into it. No, oh, no, seriously. I, I, maybe I misrepresented my point. I'm not knocking anybody trying to get paid. I'm trying to get paid out here too. But what I'm saying is when you tune in to Loudest Podcast, formerly Borg Chatter, you will get at least 60 minutes of content before I start ramming ads down your throat like I'm stuffing a turkey for Thanksgiving. Yes, you will get 60 minutes of content unless, of course, an advertiser pays for a pre-roll ad, in which case you absolutely can have a pre-roll ad. Pre-roll ads are paid at a premium. Um, Man, it's a ratio. You don't get what I'm saying here? 
You don't get what I'm saying? Look, you got to earn that shit. I get, I get what you're saying, but I have some good news for you. You have 2,292 Twitter followers. Yeah. Jericho Mandebure. She's got a check mark. She's the editorial director of no Girl Boss. Shit. She's the author of a new book that's coming out on Chronicle Books. She has 2,308 followers. That is, <laughs> you are 12 followers away from beating Jericho Mandarin. Uh, and then I get a blue check? I don't think you get a blue check automatically. I don't think that's how it works. Damn it. <laughs> but I'm just saying, soon, and maybe, and, and would you give people your uh, Twitter address? My, my Twitter is at delete your account, spelled stupid with no U's. Right. It's spelled D-E-L-E-T-E, the letter U, the letter R, A-C-C-O-N-T. Hopefully by the time, hopefully by next week, you will have more Twitter followers than your pod nemesis, Jericho Mandebure. Jericho Mandebure is now my pod nemesis. Okay. I'm now my pod nemesis. I'm telling you. Because I respect you guys. I respect you guys. And I'm not even saying I'm not going to shill shit. I'll shill anybody that pays me money. I'll shill... As yeah. I said in the last episode, I'll put a camera in my toilet. I don't care. But I'm going to give you guys at least, first of all, I'm not going to make fun of you for not knowing what your fucking astrological aspects are. Second of all, I'm going to give you at least 30 minutes of content. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to I'm gonna give this show a listen. I like the idea of echoes. And I love the idea of an echo on the word shit. <laughs> Jericho Mandibir is about to put out a book called Neo Tarot, which is so, I, a fresh approach to self-care, healing, and empowerment. Well, I hope it goes as well as your podcast, which hasn't been updated since November of last year. Really? <laughs> yes. You can't okay, get so we're already beating her in the pod game. Love it. Loving it. Um, Sriracha, it's about, it's about time to start wrapping things up. Would you mind giving us a quick weekly duck date? I'm a Mandarin duck. There's crisis in the Mandarin duck community right now. Mandarin duck, everybody knows. Everybody's hot duck. Everybody loves them. Hot duck dot today. But let me ask you this. Will you still love the Mandarin duck when he looks like this? Okay, Sriracha is showing me a picture of the molted, of a molted Mandarin duck. Now, that's clearly not a picture of the Mandarin duck, New York's hottest duck. Because he has not begun to molt yet. But today... Mandarin duck fans were horrified to realize that soon, New York's famed Mandarin duck, the Christmas miracle duck, the duck that brought the city together, will molt. He will lose his beautiful feathers to bring in his lighter summer coat. And it makes me so sad the way they phrase these articles, because it's like, I imagine the Mandarin duck feeling self-conscious. He's molting. The headline specifically was, (laughs) quote, Will you still love the Mandarin duck when he looks like this? That is, that's a direct headline, correct? Yes, I'm imagining the Mandarin duck as like an aging starlet who finds her first gray hair and she's sitting in her boudoir. Will they still love me when I'm no longer young and beautiful? Sunrise, sunset. Will you still love me when I begin to molt my winter feathers? I hope you will. 
Will you still throw half-eaten soft pretzels at me when I'm gray? <laughs> Will you still come and see me every time of night and day? <laughs> Poor duck. Poor duck. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna throw this out there as a wild guess. This duck's summer coat looks pretty good too, right? I mean, I don't know. I've never seen a mandarin duck molted. Okay. Well, look. It's molting stage. We know what that looks like. It's all hairless like a newborn baby duck. But these new lighter summer feathers, I assume they're lighter because they help reflect sunlight and keep the duck cooler. I imagine. Yes, exactly. In the winter, it needs darker feathers to absorb the heat. Ducks really are God's most perfect creation. It's so cute. <laughs> if ducks are crossing the street, everything stops. If deer's crossing the street... Someone's going to die. Steers cross the stream. Not even the deer stops. Sometimes it throws itself in your windshield. Exactly. Haven't you? We've all seen the viral videos of a mama duck shepherding a bunch of baby ducks across the street. Here's another thing I like about ducks. Ducks are so dumb that if you start walking away from them, they assume it's because you are prey. So if you start walking away or running away from a duck... It will chase you and chase you and chase you until it catches you. Ducks have unlimited confidence, beautiful fetters, cute little flappy feet, baby ducks or ducklings. That's cute as hell. Why are they yellow? It's a really good question. Why are they yellow when the big ducks are not yellow? Yes, the big ducks are often white. They're so so cute. But isn't that cool? It's like they're cute. Ducklings are cute. Then they become ducks, which are also very pretty. Did you know that in New York, we have a thing called the Big Duck? And it is, I'm not kidding, a duck the size of a two-story building. Where is it? It's in the middle of Long Island. You can go there, and inside, it's like a tourist information section. But outside, it's a big, beautiful duck. It's so cute. Okay, guys. I think that's going to do it for this week's episode of the Loudest Podcast. I'm sorry we did not get to your pigeon news of the week. It's but okay. We can get to that next time. I'll pigeon. I'll, I'll, I'll record it right now and you can put it after the closing theme song. Okay. Uh, this week's pigeon of the week. Congratulations to Kevin, the fat little pigeon outside of the R train who was aggressively trying to eat a plastic coffee cup. He did not succeed, of course, because it was a coffee cup, but damn it, he tried. Thank you, Kevin. Pick up your reward on the R train in the middle of the tracks. Okay. I love you, Kevin. That is it. For this episode of the Loudest Podcast, I'd like to thank a couple of people. First off, I'd like to thank all of our callers, all of our uh, big coconuts out there who are helping to keep this boomer and this zoomer alive. I would also like to thank Waterboy. He did the intro music for this podcast. You can find him on Bandcamp. Here's how you spell his name. W-A-U-T-E-R. B-O-I, water, like someone from Philadelphia might say the word water, and boy like big boy. (laughs) Also, our outro music is by Tom from the Roast Mortem Podcast. You can follow them at at Roast Mortem Cast. And of course, everything here was edited by Zwick. Zwick, we love him. He's been making us sound really good for years. Uh, We Goddamn, we love you, Zwick. And we love you too, listener. Tune in next time to the Loudest Podcast. Give us a, go to patreon.com slash if you want to hear this thing early. Uh, big Dollar Donors can watch it live. Happen every week on YouTube. And we'll be doing special call-ins for big 
swinging donors. Oh, yeah, exactly. See, if you want to call in, you know, exactly. But hey, thank you so much. We love you. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. 